Welcome to CX and Shul, the real raw customer experience podcast by Exo Studios, the creative arm of ExtendOps. In today's episode of CX and Chill, Stephanie Todd interviews event and hospitality expert Manny Kess. Join as they explore the world of customer-facing experiences, the pursuit of exceeding expectations, and swimming with sharks in South Africa. Enjoy. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Stephanie Todd, your host of CX and Chill. Today, I'm stoked. I'm here with Manny Kess from the Kess Group, also the running for treasurer of Nevada. He's got his hands in many, many things. Um, but really known, if you don't know his name or you're not familiar, he is known as the creator of dreams. Like if you want to have a lifetime experience, something memorable, no matter how ridiculous it is, he makes it happen. Okay. So welcome to the show, I'll Manny. I accept that. Thank you. Yeah. So maybe just to kick things off, because your hands are in so many things, do you want to tell us a little bit about how you got started and what you're up to now? Sure. I moved to Vegas from New York in 2011. And it was a phone call. One of my buddies was out here. He had started this hospitality company and he was like, we're expanding. We need some hard workers, some guys with vision. We want you to come out. I was like, I'll, I'll interview. Why not? It'd be cool. Mm -hmm. So I came out and my first job in Las Vegas was actually at Wet Republic, the pool. And I was a host. So kind of like, you know, started at the bottom. And I spent the year working for this company, kind of getting to know the city, learning the ins and outs. And after a year, I realized that I really wasn't maximizing my potential and I wasn't able to service people the best way possible because I had to represent a venue or a few venues that I worked for instead of the city at large. Mm -hmm. So I left that job in 2012 and I started the Kess Group. And it, at the beginning, it was just me. I was running around taking people to anything they want to do, restaurants, nightclubs, pool parties, shows. And then my sister joined me. She moved out from New York and we slowly built it into what it is today, which is one of the largest hospitality companies in Vegas. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, we can get into things, but along the ways I've invested in restaurants. I have a couple in California. Um, we're at the amazing Palms Pool. We mm -hmm. just partnered, the cash group partnered with the Palms Pool and we're going to be doing events here, festivals and shows every weekend starting July 1. So I have my hands in a lot of the things, but it's always been customer facing yeah. and the secret sauce has been for me treat people the way that you want to be treated mm -hmm. what do I want good service someone to be honest with me and no one to pull the wool over my eyes yeah and that's kind of where I started and where I'm I still am today mm -hmm. yeah transparency and also though it sounds like you're the master of networking and relationships <laughs> I work hard come into a new city bring your New York attitude or motto and then come here and then just dominate. You know what? New Yorkers, we work hard uh -huh. and we have one of those, you know, no BS mentality. So it hasn't always been easy. I mean, I've had to deal with yeah. a lot of adversity just like anything else and made many mistakes along the way, but yeah. I've always believed and I was taught from a young age, work hard, you're going to get there eventually. Yeah. And I've never been someone to shy away from challenges. So yeah, I mean, I'm very blessed to be where I am today. I've had many successes, but those came from the pitfalls and from all the learning that I did in the beginning, so. Yeah, well, and what a spectacular venue to partner with. I'm looking at pools on the second level, <laughs> imagining, you know, people having a very good time, but also the people below them having a very good time and just free for all, you know, DJ, everything out here that you're gonna bring to, you know, new events that you're gonna have the Kess Group here at the Palms. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, this pool was built four or five years ago. And then obviously with the pandemic, it shut down. 
they reopened last year under new ownership and the new owners weren't really in hospitality. They're just gaming operators. Sure. So after months of conversations and negotiations, they decided to let us come in here and kind of activate it and mm-hmm. show them how amazing it can be. This is a 6,000 person venue. Wow. Like you said, it's, yeah. it has 30 bungalows with private pools. It just has so much space. And our vision is to create some amazing events. We had Janea Eco here for Memorial Day weekend, kind of mm-hmm. like a kickoff party, and mm-hmm. people just loved it. It's such a it's a hundred and forty million dollar venue. I mean, it's amazing. So yeah. we're really excited. It's going to be a great partnership, and hope to bring a lot of flavor to the hotel and to Vegas. You know, we want to create unique experiences that you might not find at a normal nightclub or pool party. Yeah. Yeah. And I know a lot of people on our show listen and they have contact centers or you're dealing with one-on-one customer experiences. And here you have, you know, four or 5,000 people potentially at a party or venue when you're hosting. So it's a little bit, you know, higher, (laughs) potentially higher expectations, higher stress level, potentially, you know, a lot of stress. And yeah, we're forward facing. We deal with the customers. So yes, Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of the higher end clients, we talk to one-on-one and we make sure that we find out what it is that they need and, not only meet their expectations, but we try to actually go above and beyond because what better way to make somebody come back is then mm-hmm. exceeding their expectations. Yeah. So that's very important to us. So yes, we don't, we're not a call center. We deal with customers directly. And then obviously yeah. with referrals and as you get to a venue like this, people hear about an event and then they start calling in and we still, we, we try to touch as many people as we can so that we can manage and exceed their expectations. Yeah. Well, I met a guy in a plane and when I was on my way to Vegas, Here we I, go. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but Adrian, I met him on a plane and we were talking. I was flying from, I think, um, either Romania, somewhere in Europe, back to New York and then New York to Vegas. And I met him on the plane. I was like, I don't really know exactly what I'm going to be doing in Vegas. He's like, you got to talk to Manny. Manny knows everyone. He will be the person who, like, when That's you're 90 great. years old on a patio, you're sharing stories and experiences from something that you've created. That's So amazing. that is how I got your phone, like, your contact information was because of a referral of someone else who had, obviously, amazing experiences or incredible references. So I mean, I guess I it works. To say. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think that's the ultimate compliment, right? I mean, yeah. if you take care of people and they're happy and they refer you, what more can you ask for? That yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, but on top of that, so like I've heard as a female, like Bridezilla stories and things like that. So you have these big events, big experiences. Like, do you have any failures or just wild stories you've had from experiences? Wind. <laughs> right? There I know. Go. The wind just came out of nowhere. We're like getting misted. So we, we're very nice. I feel very cool here. Yeah. Though. But like, it's very, um, you're not too hot in Vegas here when you're getting misted. Um, so like just stories from experiences, things that you've put on events that went, didn't go how you expected them to go. Oh, where do I start? I mean, we, we've had a lot of those, uh, maybe not a lot of bridezilla stories because yeah. most people that come here elope, but <laughs> I mean, the reality is the majority of our clientele are high net worth, professional athlete. We deal with a lot of international royalty. So the biggest issue that that I face and that we face as a company is dealing with hotels and their staff trying to also go after this clientele. Sure. So we'll sit there, we'll talk to people, we'll plan trip a week, a month in advance, whatever it may be. And then once they start booking hotels, you know, hotels, they share their data in house. Sure. So if you book a suite at, let's just say the Cosmo or the Wynn, then they notify their concierge people, they notify their butlers, they notify their host team, hey, we have this VIP. 
So then those people start reaching out. And then it becomes a thing where, well, I'm talking to Manny. They're like, oh, no, we'll take care of you because we're on the property. So yeah. a lot of our, let's call it, issues arise when now we're competing with other people trying to get into the picture. Sure. And unfortunately, it's not like New York where there's a respect level and it's like, all right, this person's Manny's. It's all, no, it's like, oh, I don't care. I work at this place so I can call this person and yeah. try to steal him or her. Yep. So a lot of our issues have been dealing with that. And for me, my ultimate goal is the client. So I want to make sure whatever you do fits your expectation and your plan. Mm -hmm. It's not specific to a hotel or a show or anything. It's specific to what you want to do. Yep. So I'll push you to go somewhere Friday that's best for you. Not, hey, I work here come here yeah so a lot of our issues happen when someone's like oh you got to come to my place mm -hmm. well your place doesn't fit with what they want to do mm -hmm. and that's where i've dealt with a lot of trouble over the years yeah but as far as like crazy stories i mean i had this one professional athlete who we're not going to name he's <laughs> like hey i'm in town with four of my buddies mm -hmm. so we get him a reservation at dinner get him set up at a club shows up at the club with 45 people it's like, wait a minute, you said it was you and four of your buddies. We got you one table, you know, on the dance floor where you wanted it. Did you misunderstand four to five or 14 five? I mean, yeah, I don't know. So he rolls up and he's like, okay, we're here at one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, bro, it's Saturday night. I don't have three tables. So I literally had to sit there and like, okay, you can come in and you come in and you cannot. And, and I was a bad guy that mm -hmm. night, which I don't mind doing, but... Yeah. Those are things that happen on occasion. Oh, we met this person at dinner or this person showed up and, you know, or they post on Instagram mm -hmm. that I'm in Vegas and then everyone just calls. It's like, hey, yeah. I'm here too. Let's link up. Uh -huh. So those are things that we deal with from time to time, which is yeah. a lot of fun yeah. because there's no really time to plan. So it's on the fly mm -hmm. and we make it work to the best of our ability. But yeah. those are some interesting fun times. Yeah. Especially if they want to be big time. They're like, <laughs> hey, I got this table. I have been charged. Like I got this whole nightclub. Manny's going to take care of yeah, it. Yeah, he'll no take worries. care of all of it. Yeah. I mean, that, at least it's flattering to know that everyone just assumes you'll take care of it. Yes. So I guess that's a good and thing. And you know what? To their, to their um, it's 99% success rate. Yeah. So in their defense, I usually come through, but there's always that 1%. Yeah. You know, you want to come in Memorial Day weekend with 45 people. It's a little harder than coming on a regular yeah. weekend. So. Yeah. Well, it's especially important, I think, knowing up front what the needs are to your point and so that you can really be able to satisfy or get even over deliver what they want. But they have to be honest and upfront with what they're planning to do in the first oh, place. Oh, yeah. I mean, we just won the Stanley Cup right last mm -hmm. week. So yeah. it was amazing for the city, obviously, for the, for the whole state. So I can't tell you how many people call me like, hey, I want tickets for, the, for their this. I want like, OK. And then it went from two to four to eight. I'm like, guys, yeah. it's like the biggest thing that ever happened to Las Vegas. Yeah, We don't just have hundreds of tickets waiting around. Go on Ticketmaster. Oh, but come on, man. Get me a better price. And yeah, of course, I'll do what I can. But some things and sometimes the ask just doesn't make sense or it's not possible. Yeah, Happens a lot with fight weekends. When there's a big fight, people are like, oh, get me four ringside tickets. I'm like, sure. $8,000 ticket. Come on, man. You can do it for better. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not the fight promoter. Uh -huh. I can get you the access, but this is what it costs. So if you mm -hmm. want to be ringside for this particular fight, that's what it's going to cost. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's funny. People have expectations, but sometimes it doesn't actually meet what they want to do, or maybe the budget doesn't coincide with what they want. So we adjust, you know, we make it happen. Yeah.
Yeah. What's like, what do you have any tips on like how you can do that with like, how do, how do you have those sensitive conversations of like, this is what I think I want. And you know that that's not going to work. I'm just really honest. I mean, mm -hmm. right now I'm dealing with a 14 person bachelor party and they're coming in a few weeks and they're like, oh, we want to go here and here and here. And they've picked the cheapest table at every place mm -hmm. and they want to go to the best restaurant. I'm like, all right, if you're going to go to this particular restaurant on a Friday night, you're going to have to do a minimum spend because that's what they require. Oh, come on. Yeah. You can hook us up. Like, no, that's the requirement. And if you're going to go to this nightclub mm -hmm. on Saturday and you're 14 guys, why do you want the cheapest table? Well, because we're not going to really drink. I go, well, you're 14 guys. Yeah. <laughs> Every round that you drink is basically one bottle. Mm -hmm. So you're going to drink three or four bottles before you meet one girl yeah. and you're a 14 guy bachelor party. Uh -huh. You're going to, are you guys going to have girls come? Of course. So you're going to have 20 people. Mm -hmm. So they're like, oh, I didn't realize that. I go, yeah, it doesn't matter what's cheapest. What matters is what you're going to spend. So we sat there and we did the math. We're like, all right, you're going to drink five bottles, right? Okay, what do you drink? We like tequila. All right, well, if you drink 1942, it's $1,400 a bottle. Mm -hmm. If you drink Casamigos, it's $800. Which one are you going to drink? Oh, we'll do both. All right, well, we came up with a number. This is what you need to get. Yeah. And he was blown away. He's like, oh, man, I talked to these promoters and they told me that this. I go, because mm -hmm. they just want you in the building. Oh, I yeah. want you to have fun. If you're going to spend four or five grand, I don't want you to be at the $2,000 table because you're going to be by the bathroom stall. Yeah. And with the money that you're spending, you can have a much better experience and be in a better section. And they were like, wow. And then with the dinner reservations, these other people could not get the reservations. I'm like, yeah, because you can't get 14 guys yeah. at this restaurant on a Saturday or a Friday without a minimum spend. Mm -hmm. Are you going to eat? Yes. Are you going to drink? Yes. Do you think you're going to spend $100 a person? Yes. Well, then what's the problem with the... $1,500 minimum spend for dinner. Yeah. Oh, they didn't explain it to me. Yeah. And that's what you do. If you just break it down and you're honest mm -hmm. and you explain the reasoning, people go, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I'm not telling you to get the $20,000 owner's table. Yeah. I'm telling you to get the table that's best for you. Yeah. Well, and then it ends up being where the experience is actually a great one versus mm -hmm. what you go in expecting and then you're still paying money and then your expectations are lower. I'll tell you a story when I was in Vegas. <laughs> I did one of those, like, we're all walking around and they're like, hey, free strip clubs if you get in the limo. We'll get you a limo there and back. And the group I was with, primarily men, right? They're all like, we should do it. We get a free limo ride there and back. And I don't remember what was all included, but they were totally bought in. I was like, this seems not like, it seems like it's a bad idea, you Come guys. Come on, it's a great idea. That promoter was very good at his job. I'm going to tell you, on the street corner, flipping those things. And so we got in this limo. The limo there was, eh, it was okay. The limo back was not a limo. It was a very shady SUV with like duct tape doors. And I was like, this is not what we were told this was with going this to taken? be. Yeah. And I was a little concerned about that. But I had a, a couple of the guys are bigger. So we're like, okay, we'll be fine. And the place we went to was also... Let me just say, one of the guys there was just not doing emails the entire time we were at this place, which doesn't seem like what the intent of going to a strip club would be. Uh -huh. So it was, um, I would say, you, you know, kind of understanding people's needs and what they're actually hoping and have expectations on versus just listening to some random promoter is uh, obviously going to be a far better. Yeah. And it goes back to what we said, like that person probably worked for that venue. So yes. they're going to sell you that it's a Taj Mahal when oh, in fact, yeah. like you said, there's there's duct tape and mm -hmm. things falling apart. But, and that's why. And that wasn't even the women. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not go there. But, we, won't, we won't go to that. But, but that's the point. Like concierge companies like mine are so important because we work for the client. Yeah. And we want you to be happy so that you A, come back and B, tell all your friends. Mm -hmm. So 
we don't work for a venue and we don't care because we're just you know churning yeah. and burning and so that's why it's so important and one thing about the Kess group we don't market we don't spend a dollar on advertising so our business is strictly word of mouth mm -hmm. and to get to where we are now we're one of the largest companies in vegas it's a testament to yeah. the hard work i mean my staff and what we've built over the years is based off of blood sweat and tears and success stories mm -hmm. if we're screwing you over you're not coming back and calling us yeah and when you deal with celebrities athletes high net worth they don't have a very big patience for error no because they have everyone trying to take care of them so the fact that we have these relationships it just says okay these guys are doing something right mm -hmm. and i'm grateful because let's be real and it's not like rocket science mm -hmm. anyone can do what we do we just happen to do it really well and better than most yeah but i'm not i don't take it for granted it's like oh my god i'm not elon musk in creating tesla i'm a guy who moved out to the city and just found a way to take care of people the way that I wanted to be taken care of. Mm -hmm. And there was a gap. Yeah. Because when I first moved out here and I would call people, they wouldn't call me back. Hey, I want to go to your restaurant. Nothing. I want to come to your club. Nothing. Mm -hmm. So that's where it was like, wait a minute, I can do this. Mm -hmm. I can do it better. Yeah. And 12 years later, here we are. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty amazing. But I want people to understand that you can move here tomorrow and do what I do. Just have to work hard, be honest, Understand that there's ups and downs. You're going to get screwed over. People are going to steal some of your clients, you know, and you just got to go through it and yeah. have a little, you know, have a tough skin and don't let that stuff keep you down. Yeah. Well, I'm not planning on moving here or doing that. Come I'm really on. good at outsourcing, so <laughs> I will be relying they on just you call for that. Me. Yeah, I All just right. call you. I'm like, Manny, I need your help. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, speaking of celebrities, like, it, it, I think it also shows there's a testament to people who were your clients also become friends and you've almost become like these true like business friendship partnerships whatever you want to call it because you have like you were saying travis kelsey who i love like his brother's show with his mom oh and he's dad. awesome they're like, awesome oh my god i giggle at that show especially their parents like arguing about who their perspective on how they met each other whatever but you have like obj von miller you know people like that who do have high expectations because they're surrounded by people constantly telling them that they can have it all or they can give them a better experience. So how, like, how does that transform from the early days of friendship or meeting clients to kind of that long partnership over time? Well, I mean, with those guys, again, I was, I was a, just somebody who provided a service in the beginning, right? Yeah. We met through someone, um, in Vaughn's case, we met through the late Damaris Thomas, amazing guy. So we met yeah. and I took care of them when they came here once. And then I went to Denver as DT's guest, went to a game met Vaughn and we just kind of built a relationship that way. And he used to come out here a few times a year. He has this amazing pass rush summit that he does where he invites pass rushers from all over every team in the NFL to come and they teach each other their, their particular tricks. And they're like, all right, call Manny, he'll take care of you. And I just did that and I took care of them. And yeah. after hanging out with somebody several times and talking to them, if you align, you become friends, right? Mm -hmm. And then we started going on vacations together. And I mean, I, I can mention this, me, Vaughn and Odell went on Drake's tour years ago, we did Amsterdam, we did London, Manchester, because Drake was on tour in Europe. And we just were like, hey, we're gonna just go mm -hmm. check it out. Yeah. So it was amazing. Not because I was with Vaughn or Odell, but no, I was with my friends. Yeah. And we just got to experience Europe and have a great time. And when they're not in front of the spotlight, they're just regular guys just looking yeah. to have meaningful conversation like me. They're both entrepreneurs. I mean, Travis, amazing. He's larger than life personality. Yes, he's an amazing football player, but he also has a clothing company. He has several other businesses. 
he's a brilliant and a very grounded human being. So mm-hmm. when we're not talking about football, it's about, all right, what are you working on right now? What's your latest project? How can I help you? And vice versa. Yep. So it's not just that Manny is my, my plug for Vegas or for Miami or for yeah. LA. It's, oh, this guy's a business owner. Yeah. And he started from nothing and look at what he's built. Mm-hmm. Oh, Manny owns restaurants. I want to get into that. Let me call him and see yeah. what works for him. Yeah. And, and that's kind of where their friendship kind of builds. But that's not with all my clients. Some of my mm-hmm. clients and I, I give them a great service, but we're different human beings. Yep. We, we, like, we like different things. Mm-hmm. And then we just stay like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just the plug. Mm-hmm. So with different people, it all depends on if we align or not on, on a different level. Yeah. Well, it's the vibe and energy and kind of what you're doing. And you're kind of creating a supportive network for mm-hmm. friends where you have some of the similar interests or things you want to build together. And then if they see that true trust and transparency when you're doing other things, and it just, I think, leads into that. Because I'm sure it's hard, even though like everyone puts their pants on one leg at a time. There's certain people who I think people try to like pull on those pants or they try to make it a little bit more difficult of like who to trust in life. Right. hundred percent. And so it's like not knowing who they can trust or what to believe anymore. And everyone's out to get them after money. Like even your lottery winners who, as soon as their names in the, like in the media instantly, they're like, everyone's their cousin. Right. (laughs) So it's like, you know, and I, I have to wonder too. So like, you know, I had a little dabbling with my ex who was in football and the times that I was mother hen to like 20 some year old men who got some large checks and were very, you know, athletic freaks, right? Like they, and they worked really hard, but like the amount of trouble some of them would get into where I'd be like, okay, I'll go claim this person from the hotel lobby or they're going to get arrested. Like, is that a hard thing to do when you're managing these big events and have these big experiences where you have probably very difficult situations either with celebrities or not that you have to manage and how do you manage through some of those like crisis or challenging situations well let's touch on the first thing like when it comes to celebrities you mentioned odell odell doesn't need me he has a manager he has an agent he has literally staff on staff that will do whatever he wants and then people that just love him that want to help him out sure so he doesn't wake up in the morning saying oh i need manny but he trusts me maybe he does no he doesn't but he (laughs) trusts me enough to know that if he needs something done He's going to make one call or shoot one text to me yeah. and it'll get done. And that's the difference. And arguably enough, I always thought when I was younger that the agents and the managers are going to hate me. They love me because it's one less thing that they've got to worry about. Yeah. The last thing an agent wants to do is worry about their client in Vegas or in Miami or mm-hmm. anywhere in the middle of the night. Yeah. So when they know that they're with me, like, okay, Manny's got it. Yeah. And that's a, a blessing for them and for me. Yeah, well, Going and it was a rumor, to- and it was a rumor too that they didn't have sports teams here because all the sports teams were concerned about bringing young athletes to Vegas, mm-hmm. and then they tested it out with a couple of the teams, and now it's blowing up with. I mean, it hasn't this hasn't been easy. I mean, the Raiders <laughs> when they first got here it wasn't easy, but at the end of the day, as long as there's understanding and there's conversations and yeah. there's safeties in place, yeah. there's a recipe for success. Sure. And then when you go to the larger things like these events, we can't control everything, but yeah. we, what we can do is create enough procedures and protocols where we can minimize not so much failures, but unexpected occurrences. No one's perfect. And for me, I was nervous taking this on because it's my name and my company. And usually I can control the majority of what I do with my clients. Now, when I have 5,000 people here, I can't control that. But great partner with the Palms and their staff aligned with our staff, our Memorial Day weekend events went pretty 
well with no no issues yeah and that's just a testament to planning having made mistakes in the past yeah. seeing how what other people do right and wrong learning and trying to just create the best experience possible yeah so what is like your favorite when you look back what was one of your favorite events or experiences or most memorable that you've you've had in your life or created for others well, I'm an investor and a part owner of this company called Uncommon Events, and we have the rights to Maxim for the Super Bowl party. Sure. So when we did our Super Bowl Miami event, that was probably my proudest moment because we went, everybody was in South Beach or downtown Miami doing all these events. We went off the beaten path on this little island and we did this big event and we ended up, we had Post Malone as our headlining DJ along with like Rick Ross and other people, mm -hmm. other talent. And we did over 6,000 people at that event. And everyone was like, oh, you guys are gonna fail. Cause you know, there's live, there's story, there's 11 and all these other things. They're like, there's no way you guys succeed. And you went off the beaten path yeah, too. And yeah, and we went off the beaten path and we crushed it. We were the biggest event that weekend. People still talk about it. And it was just like me and a couple of my buddies started this company and mm -hmm. there you go. Mm -hmm. It was amazing to see, we did like eight months of planning and prepping and yeah. all that hard work and I don't know if you know this, but that weekend, it was weather was terrible in Miami. So it was like basically a hurricane. Oh, so a little less than the what we're no, a lot more than this. <laughs> so we're at our event and we have over six thousand people there. The fire marshals are there, like the city's there because yeah. like okay, there's all this bad weather coming and we might have to shut you down. And we're like, please keep you know <laughs> wait an hour or two. So it worked uh, out. But it was amazing because everyone was betting against us mm -hmm. and we not only succeeded, but we crushed it. Yeah. And do you do like meditation? I know you were saying you were blessed by a, a monk in Bali. So I have, a, I try to take several trips a year where I just unwind because yeah. again, we're forward, forward facing. So every day of my life, I'm on a phone, yeah. I'm on a text, I'm dealing with people. So there's no days off. Yep. This is like a nine to five. So I, yes, I went to Bali in November. I took 10 days to completely unwind. So I do a little bit of meditating um, every day. When I go to the gym, my phone goes, gets in the cubicle for an hour. So yeah. I try to find ways where mm -hmm. I can unplug for at least, you know, whether it's 10 minutes or an hour just to do something. And then every few months I'm gone. Mm -hmm. I need my, my me time, me and a couple yeah. of my friends, just, just to be able to remind, remind myself that, Hey, you work hard. You've got to enjoy it. Yeah. You can't just be doing this all the time. And, it's literally a bottomless pit. There is no days off. Yeah. Last night I was sleeping. Thank God I learned to put my phone on during the serve. I was getting texts until three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It's just the nature of the beast. Mm -hmm. So that's what I do. I like to travel and get away or every day when I go to the gym, put my phone down and not even look at it for an hour, hour and a half. Is it hard to travel though? Cause you have a expectation level now of what you would want at some of these places or you find some places that treat you the way that you would want to be treated. Oh, hell no. Like. I, Bali, I had no expectations. I'm planning on a safari in, in uh, South Africa in August. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's not the States, so I'm not expecting yeah. great customer service. I'm just going for the experience. I've never been there. Just to go and see, yeah. take in nature, and literally do the opposite. I'm not like backpacking. I still like stay in a nice hotel, get my nice meals, uh -huh. but yeah. I go with the flow when I'm abroad. Yeah. I just We talked about this before. I went to Colombia for my birthday in, in April. It was all about just going boating relaxing went sightseeing is me and one of my buddies and and that was it so it's the complete opposite of what i would want if i went to la or if i yeah. go to barcelona where or london when i want that high end yes i want to go to the mm -hmm. best restaurants i want to stay in an amazing hotel i want the car service yeah. 
But on my trips, when I my unwind trips, no, it's I'm wearing flip flops every single day yeah. and a white T-shirt and hopefully a bathing suit because there's water involved. Yeah. When I'm yeah. working in the desert, so. Yeah. Well, you could do the shark diving, like the cage diving in South Africa. Yes. We, I don't know if you've done crazy things like I, that. I or have not. Really. I mean, I, I I'm kind of not nervous, but the shark would win, so I'm like. Mm. Well, there's maybe metal bars other than that horror movie that the cage fell into the bottom. Yeah, I don't trust any of that stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I will say I've been to Pinda in South Africa. It's an amazing experience, and it is really good experience when you go. And I also didn't do the, like, camping thing. It was very, like, white linen, you know. But I also didn't follow the rules, so when you leave your little (laughs) hut, you're supposed to have a security guard with you. And I was like, I'll be fine. It's, like, right over there. I'll walk. Well, they informed me that a lady had been eaten by a lion because she got lost walking. And I was like, oh, now I understand why I'm supposed to call you and have an escort Um, with a gun. I got this. Thanks. So that's my only tip for you when you go down there. I'm sure it will be great. Yeah. So my little tear gas spray thing isn't going to help? Okay, fine. I don't. I mean, (laughs) like you could see what happens. I mean, life is about stories. (laughs) I mean, as long as someone else is there to tell your story afterwards. Oh, yeah. Okay. Manny got eaten by a lion, guys, but don't worry. (laughs) I mean, it's a badass way to go, though. Like, imagine, like, you die by, like, drowning in your toilet. Like, I hope someone would be like, let's pretend that she got eaten by a lion instead of something that's a really, like, for anyone who's done that or had family members, I'm sorry, but, like, a pathetic way to die. Like, that True. really okay, suck. yes. Yeah. Yes. So, well, it sounds like fun. How about anything on the horizon? I know you've done drone shows. Like, what's next when you try to bring, like, life to these crazy experiences? Like, what have you seen kind of coming um, up or trends? Well, we have F1 here. In November, so this, the city's obviously ex- extremely excited, and then we go into Super Bowl here. So we're we're talking to a lot of our corporate sponsors, a lot of companies that we work with. You know, Live Golf, we partner with them on Common. We work with them on on some talent stuff. So we're trying to kind of bring all the big guns together to create, you know, over the top. We use a lot, but a very unique experience. So yeah. those are the two projects that we're looking at. Personally, I think F1 is scary here. Year one, closing on the strip. It's a night race. So I'm very cautious when I look at that. Sure. But Super Bowl in Vegas, Vegas is usually extremely busy yeah. without the game being here. So that's going to be, I think, probably one of the biggest events in the past decade in the States. Yeah. So we want to be a part of that and create something unique. So that's really where a lot of our focus is, talking to a lot of the hotels here mm-hmm. in, in town. And again, kind of bringing a lot of the different companies. You mentioned the drone show. They're great, but they're six figures. So... You can't just throw one up there. Yeah. there. There has to be a lot of planning, a marketing idea, and, and value to do that. So we have some really cool stuff. We're talking to some amazing talent to do something that's not, you know, out of the beaten path and not normal. Yeah. So hopefully come February, you're going to be like, oh, man, he did it. But yeah. that, that's Those are the two projects that we're currently working on that can be very amazing. Yeah, it's, oh, Manny, he did it. <laughs> Right? That could well, be your, your new tag. Manny, Manny's usually part of a, a, a much bigger group of people and people that are a lot, a lot smarter than me. But I love being yeah. involved in those conversations. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I definitely, I'm not going to sit here and say that I am the innovator and the creator. No, I just, I like to be detail oriented and I like to mm-hmm. be included and add value. So as long as I can add value, I'm all for it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It's an absolute pleasure. Something a little different for our audience, you know, getting experiences that aren't, you know, a little bit more unique from what we're used to, but still bring the same value, credibility, and, you know, some of the tactical advice to what they're doing. Oh, it's my pleasure. Listen, this yeah. is, I love what I do. And that saying, you know, do what you love. You never work a day in your life. I'm yeah. so lucky because 
I've gotten so many experiences, so many amazing experiences. Like Travis, I went to the game with his family and we we're talking about it. I'm like, I've been to more Super Bowls than most players. And I'm just, that's not like a bragging. It's just a testament to, I work hard, I take care of people. And then they're like, hey, let me return the favor. Yeah. So it's so amazing to have those opportunities and to be able to, like you said, when I'm hopefully 80 or 90 one day, I can talk about that time when I was mm -hmm. in my 30s and I was in Vegas and I was this nightlife guy and look at where it took me. So mm -hmm. it's pretty amazing. And now with the restaurants and we talked about pork and batter and these other things that I'm doing, it still ties in. It's yeah. still hospitality. Yeah. You know, it's a restaurant. Mm -hmm. There's a million of them, but we've just done a really good job of connecting with the client and seeing what is it that you want and creating a little bit of a more elevated experience than mm -hmm. you could have had somewhere else. Yeah. So it, it's really a blessing, but I'm very, very lucky to be here. Thank you so much. It's been an amazing experience. Yes, thank you too. Maybe we'll have to take a dip in the pool in a little bit. Yeah, or, or get blown away. I don't yeah, know when this wind, but. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Maybe I'll start pumping the music. There you so, go, yeah. yes. We'll forget about the wind, so. True, very true. Yes, well, thank you. Uh, appreciate your time. Tune in for another CX and Chill. I'm Stephanie Todd. Huge shout out to Brittany Kelly and Carly Carolla at FW Rentals in lovely Las Vegas, Nevada for their support and custom logo work. FW Rental provides rental and custom build-out solutions for all of your event and production needs. We love you, Brittany and Carly. Learn more at fwrental.com. That's fwrental.com. And that's our show. CX and Chill is a production of Exo Studios, the creative marketing arm of ExtendOps, with today's host, Stephanie Todd, executive producer, Sean McCreary, producers, David Spear, Clarissa Coronado, and Memo Devalos. Editors and videographers, Santiago Aguirre, Alfonso Ramirez. Graphic support from Jordan Madrid and social media guru, Claudia Corona.